Welcome to the Nerd Life Podcast. I am your host and very best friend, Ryan Brown. With me, as ever, is none other than Chris Silverhawk Birdo. The consistency is important to me, and I hope it sticks. I hope it sticks, too. Uh, I hope we can get people outside of Podcastania calling you Silverhawk. Or if we could just use this to take credit for the eventual and hopefully inevitable Silverhawk reboot, that would be fine, too. Ultimately, when you are forced to change your name on one of your social media platforms, I will consider that a victory. I guess I could do it. I'm Excalibur on a lot of things right now, and it feels right. Um, no, it does. I'm not. I'm not I, suggesting I, your actual handle. I mean, like your listed name. Oh, my <clears> real <throat> given name. I am getting married soon. I guess I could slip that in. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Um, yep. And sitting here also uh, directly beside me and yet so, so far away, just out of arm's reach, is your other best friend, Jordan Roach. You know, I've never really had like a real nickname. People have called me like various variations of my last name, like Roach or Rochi or something yeah. like that. But I've never had a real nickname. <laughs> not not flattering. Not yeah. yeah. Not I mean, all. we could we could stick with Street Shark. That's pretty cool. I mean, that's that is pretty cool. One. That is. I mean, let's just try let's just try a new one until something you know feels right. Yeah, every, all right, yeah. See we, what sticks to the wall. We could try I, a new one every week. Uh, all right, Bird. What do you think of a nickname for Jordan right now? You're putting me on the spot because, I mean, Jordan is such a sweet man. Yeah. Uh, he doesn't exude Street Shark energy uh, what about what about or if so he's like a reformed street shark like bruce the street shark from yeah. uh little street nemo mm -hmm. or whatever finding street nemo that one mm. uh <laughs> little nemo's the kid on the bed yeah or whatever yeah. um what about it what about an aquatic animal that's not a shark that still kind of has a little bit of a uh what about stingray Ooh. Ooh, like uh, those guys killed Steve Irwin though, and Jordan would never do. Oh that. yeah. Oh okay. All right. No, that's starfish. That's fair. Starfish. No, no because no. Patrick. That's true. Um, <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I would maybe kill a random white man invading my space. Not if he was a good one. <laughs> but I might not know. You know. The, the animal just kingdom upon me. definitely knew about Steve Irwin. Yeah, you're right. You're right. They had to have known. That's. They all knew Steve Irwin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His son, too? What a great guy. Yes. Yeah. And his daughter, Bendy or whatever? Yeah. Bendy and their daughter. Just a precious Bendy? family. Hmm. I forget the daughter's first name because her middle name is Warrior. Bendy. What Bender. the hell? That's awesome. Um, yeah. Hmm. Well, we'll think we'll think about it. We're gonna yeah. we're gonna workshop some names and we're gonna get back to you. We're gonna we're gonna figure it out. Um, and also with us is um, you know him, you've smelt him, Ron you've Davis. Him. <laughs> hey guys. Hi. Hi Ron. Well, Ron's good. How's, how's it going, guys? Great. How? Um, well, Ron, we're gonna get to that. Okay. <laughs> quit, quit trying to quit trying to jump the gun because you're in I'm a reading hurry. ahead. I'm reading ahead. <laughs> Birdo. What up, Silverhawk? How? Are you? We need like a, a bird noise whenever somebody says Silverhawk. Uh, 
like yeah. a like a like a screech. Like a screech, yeah. Yes. I would like to point out that very many modern scientists say that dinosaurs are basically birds, so I can pick some radical sound effects. Mm-hmm. There we go. Dinosaurs. I think there's something there as far as nicknames go. Anyway, how was your week, uh, Birdo? Um, mostly bad, mm. but then I did get to have lunch with Ryan Brown, that sweet soul, today. Hey, and that was that was better. It uh, was, yeah. No, I've got a uh, I've got a big project at work that has consumed my life, and I don't like my life that much to begin with, so it makes it way way worse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, that's all I got. Nothing. Oh, beans. <laughs> oh, wait. No, actually, I do have great news. I started to watch Community again. Yay! Um, Always wanted, a good thing. I wanted to watch The Office again, but uh, it's not on Netflix, and it was just too difficult to change streaming services. Yeah. So, Community. Well, Community is a absolutely a worthy show to watch um what about j-rex you know it's kind of got like a like a dinosaur like t-rex thing but jordan starts with j just something to think about rex is one of my favorite characters from mass effect which i'm currently playing so it could fit it could fit yeah okay now we can now you can't have that that's too nice um (laughs) how about no you keep going <laughs> all right, all right. We'll keep we'll, talking. I, like, as we play, think play of for them, time. as we think of them, shout them out. Anyway, so how was uh, how was your uh, week there, Jordan? You know, it wasn't bad. Um, most all right, of hold it's... on, I got it. Oh, oh, the Mega Jord. <laughs> nah, we can't do that. Uh, that's there's <laughs> that's too that's too long. I think. Yeah, but uh, we can drop it, the the. It doesn't really roll off the tongue. It you does. Mega Jord. Nah, Mega Jord. Oh my gosh. The Dragon Jord. <laughs> that's a little better. Yeah. Um. <laughs> just as many syllables. <laughs> Dragons are just cooler. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, my week was okay. I most of it was a blur. I watched a couple movies. Oh, oh. You got Great a, guesses. You who's got that a one? Phone call. Jeez, <laughs> important stuff going on over there. Uh, I finally watched Raya and the Last Dragon. It was mm-hmm. fantastic. Um, and then me and an old high school friend and my girlfriend went to see In the Heights, um, and we watched all but the last thirty minutes because, like, a Class Eight hurricane come rolling through and the power went out in the movie theater, which was kind of terrifying. Whoa! Yeah, that. Not, I mean, you know, I hate to to be a one ups man, but one time I was watching King Kong, the uh, the one with Jack Black, mm-hmm. not the uh, not the more recent one, and uh, this was back in the olden days where midnight premieres actually began at midnight, and we made it. I mean, that movie was like three fucking hours long. I think I'd, I'd like to say we made it at like two hours in. We got to the part where uh, Kong fights the two Tyrannosaurus Rexes, and. Uh, then from the side of the film, you could see like an odd little flicker in, uh, and then a like a loud cracking noise, and then flames burned across the screen as the uh, the machine projecting the film exploded behind us. <laughs> wow! Wow! That's yeah, that was, that was pretty good. So they gave us they gave us tickets to come back and see it. Actually, at first, what they said, and at this point, it's like two in the fucking morning and the the 
uh, theater concierge. I don't, I don't know. A person who worked there that was certainly not paid enough came in and was like, uh, yeah, I mean, I guess we'll move you to another theater, but we got to start from the beginning. We can't really fast forward. <laughs> oh my god! And I was like, no, no, <laughs> no! I, I will have the refund, please. <laughs> I can't. I cannot do this. Yeah, we also got refunds, which was nice. And then just went home and finished the movie on HBO Max. So wow. there was that. It sounds. It sounds planned. That I sounds mean, a real suspicious. I be scheming sometimes, man. That's Who knows? true. Who knows? Hmm. But yeah, that was that was my week. Well, what about you, Ronald? I swear to God, Ron. Cool. <laughs> cool. <laughs> I, had I was a like, is he gone? Oh, my God. <laughs> He's out. <laughs> no, my, my week has been, uh, you know, one, one bit of excitement leading into the next. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the big news, I guess, is the, the, the company that owns the mall has declared bankruptcy. So, Damn, buy the mall. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's I, well. I don't have three dollars. So, they're asking a premium. <laughs> well, I see, mean, go Ron, ahead. the th- the thing is, is like if if they're if they're going out of business, if they're losing the mall, uh, they're they've already lost their way. You could just go in there and just establish dominance, prison yard style, and just mm-hmm, make mm-hmm. them give you the mall. We could open well, up a nerd life store. I, I tried that today. I went in and I, I I tried to assert my dominance in the general manager's office. Okay, mm-hmm. now hold on. I, I have to interrupt called. here because you you tried to assert your dominance. However, we saw you prior to the dominance assertion, and oh, you, that was... were, you were wearing Ron Davis a polo shirt and basketball shorts. <laughs> that is true. And that like. Is... That was post-dominance. And, and de- No, that was pre-dominance, Ron. You walked past us and said, I'm going to the mall's office, bitches. I'm, we're going to do this. And then stormed out in your dad tennis shoes, your basketball shorts, and your polo shirt. <laughs> it's true, man. You looked like a Saturday dad. You looked like an Adam Sandler character. <laughs> so as I was leaving the house this morning, the missus says, she's like, you know you don't Don't match, come right? back. Yeah. <laughs> Slams the door. I hear the locks changing. She's like, she's like, you don't match. I'm like, look, I've got meetings all day. She's like, you can't be in a meeting like that. I'm like, they only see me from the top up. I don't give a crap what's down below. So. <laughs> anybody want to? Any, anybody go touch just, that just, one? Just no? leave it alone. No takers? Okay. Cowards. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll keep you abreast of the Ron buys the mall situation. Uh, stay I can get tuned. a loan from Jordan. That's Jordan true. That's true. Jordan, why don't you buy the mall? I mean, I got a lot I could of work money, for you. Not that much money. Jordan, <laughs> you could make Ron your subordinate. You could That's make true. him come do podcasts. I don't I don't know if I'm that good. <laughs> he probably just <laughs> mute himself or let his phone go off. I don't know. Well, th- well, he does that anyway, so. Yeah, true, true. Um yeah. Well, anything else exciting happened, Ron? How's the news store going? Uh, news store is going great. Um, it was a, uh, a Magic pre-release and a Pokemon pre-release this week, so that's always fun times. Crazy, st- crazy stuff going on. But uh, yeah, now, has the not. has the Pokemon market corrected itself? Can people now purchase packs for human prices? No, it's still insane, and it, it oh, okay. really bugging me. <laughs> the yeah. everything is still inflated, and it's not showing any sign of, of reverting back. Mostly because there's no supply. I don't know what's going on, but still, they are not making oh, the stuff. Oh, um, 
Yeah, in 2020, a uh, there was a a, um, a virus and uh, it what? spread. <laughs> yeah, and uh, it really messed with global imports and exports as it killed millions <laughs> of people. So that just if I think there's some articles on it you could read if you if you wanted to. That's, that sounds made up. Uh, yeah, I've just made it up. So do we want to talk about, about mask mandates in June 20th and how my life is going to be a living hell come this Sunday? Yes, I do. <laughs> I want to talk about that specifically. Ron, why don't, you, why don't you explore that with us? So, all right. Let me ask you guys this. Yes. Uh, I, and Ryan Brown, I, I have been using you actually as an example when hell I yeah. say this. Um, okay. At one point, I think you were talking to Bird, and you said something like, "Hey, whenever things, whenever, whenever it's safe, we're going to go do lunch or, or, you know, do a hobo fight or something." It was lines of uh, cocaine. Line, lines, yes, yeah. copious cocaine. amounts of cocaine. Mm-hmm. Um, but that then begs the question: What? How do you measure safe? When is it safe to not wear a mask? When is it safe to go out in public and rub elbows with strangers? Um, go to Walmart? Probably never. Uh, well, I think as far as that goes, like I'll take my mask off in front of like Bird and I'll sit and eat lunch and right. obviously I take our mask off. But I know Bird's vaccinated for one thing. I know Bird's not an absolute asshole. And well, we're, I mean, we're... you got to you got to contextualize that. A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> and also, too, we're 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 in a uh, relatively isolated space in the back of four horsemen. Right. So, like, we can still do. Not okay. Let me rephrase that. It's not like we still can do. We can do some things again. We just have to modify them. Now that being the case, I think um, I think it was I can't remember who it was, but some news outlet. Whenever they uh, the the Biden administration said like, "Hey, vaccinated people don't got to wear masks no more." Some news outlet reported that as non or CDC says non vaccinated people also just liars cannot wear don't have to wear masks in public <laughs> and exactly. i mean that's 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 it that's the thing is like yeah um i know you guys are i know the quality of your character i know you're vaccinated i know you know science is real i know that you're not absolute dipshits so like if i'm gonna be around you with sans masks i feel safe doing that right. if i'm out at like target or the mall or something and i see a bunch of assholes without wearing masks and i no, for a fucking fact, our state's vaccination uh, rate is not above 60%. Then I know all these dipshits aren't vaccinated. I know they're just dumb fucks or lazy or bullshit Karens who get all their news from YouTube and Facebook. And they just don't give a shit. People right. so selfish, they won't even do it for baby dog. <laughs> just the, the lowest of the low. Poor yeah, baby dog. subhuman monsters. Uh, basically. So as far as that goes, like, well, hold on. What do you mean by you use me as an example? Let's circle back around to that. So, what no, do you that, mean? That was it. I mean, you, you, you made the statement of, you know, when, when it's safe, you know? Yeah. And I personally don't think that it is safe. However, we have, you know, several arms of government saying that it is safe. It's, it's okay to go out. It's okay to do stuff, yeah. but I'm also if, not the kind well, of person on, that's going to be. Hold on. I think I think you you made a dangerous boo boo there, a little slip up. It's safe. It's not dangerous for who? For me? No, not for, <laughs> for, for who. I mean, for you as an individual, yes. But we're talking about as a business. 
So it is safe for people who are vaccinated in certain circumstances to go without a mask now. However, right. you have no way. Well, you do have one way. You can just ask. Uh, but otherwise, you have no way of verifying the vaccination status of individuals right. who come into your store. Right. So the the safe play. Now there are um, there are states that are over eighty percent have an, over an eighty percent vaccination rate. And those states, if we were one of those, I think that you could be relatively confident uh, in a decision yeah. that said no masks. We're somewhere around fifty percent. I don't even know. I, uh, but we were dangerously close to 40% a while ago. Yeah, and, and um, everybody knows the majority of the people in our state are uh, fucking idiots. They're open Trump supporters who don't believe in science or empirical observation or things like that. So it's not like we can just trust the average person on the street. You, you, you I mean, obviously, you, you know this, Ron, because you are a business owner and you and have told us untrustworthy speaking. <laughs> and, and you have told us uh numerous stories about dumb fucks coming into your store and being like duh, 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 my freedoms and that, that is gonna increase dramatically on sunday when the mask right. gets lifted and that's gonna make it so hard for us to to temper that to moderate that and well at the same I'm time not looking forward to it. Well, yeah but it, at the same time you're a business owner and you i mean as as the uh, the god king of all reality, capitalism dictates you have the right to refuse service to anybody. That that is a super easy thing to say. That is a terribly hard thing to enforce because I'm not here all the time. I'll just but, give you a collapsible baton, and you can just be like, "Hey, <laughs> listen." So the people that are getting yelled at aren't getting paid enough to get yelled at for stupid that stuff. Like that. Well, that is Ron, true. Well, Ron, that I mean, not. To, why don't you pay them enough to get yelled at, Ron? <laughs> Nobody gets paid enough. Asking for that. the hard questions. There, there's not enough us. money in the world to get yelled at for this stupid stuff. Well, that is absolutely true. But at the at the same time, like uh, that isn't necessarily not not getting yelled at might not be an option. You know. Yeah. Well, Ron, I see two options. You have Ryan Brown, who will probably throw people out for free. That sounds fun. Um, also, Ryan Brown's son, last I heard, looking for a job. I believe he knows how to box, and he's like 36 feet tall. It's uh, true. My son is, is unreasonably tall. He he is an excellent choice because uh, violent hee-haws could not reach him anyway. Ryan yeah. Brown has the highest shelf of sun. And uh, so, that I mean, that's it. I just pick a brown and employ them to harm bad people enforcers you know yeah i mean that's fine i can i can uh i can play the heavy keys too uh and i think that would be you're right bird that would be very fun Um, that's the only reasonable solution that i can think of (laughs) no i mean you are correct ron it is a difficult decision to be in um yeah you know the the thing is uh Violence is the answer. That, that <laughs> If we've learned anything today, it's violence is the answer. Yeah, I don't know. I guess I would only employ people who think yelling at pieces of shit is enjoyable. Like, it was one of the only good things about working there when I was around. Uh, yeah, yeah. Was throwing ding-dongs out of the store. Sure. Chasing off shoplifters. Uh, you know threatening abusive parents all like that's mm-hmm. the greatest hits of a good time and if yeah. you are if you are hiring people who see good on both sides ron i just don't know about it anymore maybe <laughs> maybe it the mall exist. should close down 
<laughs> Maybe we don't deserve Damn. them all, Ron. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that's probably true. That's probably true. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that is true. No, uh, I don't know. What do you think you're going to do, Ron? Uh, I, I mean, we're going to – we haven't changed our policy. We're not going to change our policy. It's just going to be how it is. And what's going to happen is, you know, we're, we're going to – hopefully everybody is just cool about it and, and whatnot. But I guess the question is at what point – and nobody can answer this question because I, I, I think that it really comes down to a personal uh, sense of safety, I guess. You know, how, how do you measure when it's safe? When we have overthrown the capitalist regime. <laughs> I mean, are, are we talking, you know, so many uh, reported cases a day, so much, so high of a vaccination rate? You know, for me, that might be 50. For you, it might be 70. You know, how do well, we – how do you – I feel this? like both of those numbers are low. Um, yeah, and well, I, bet if, I bet if the time, three of us wrote a number on the on a piece of paper, we would all have different numbers. Here's the thing: a fifty percent fails a test, sixty percent fails a test, seventy percent your mom is still disappointed in you. <laughs> so I really think you choose either eighty or ninety percent, Ron. I think it's uh, those are the best ways. You need to see. You need to pick a grade. That your parents would be proud. Well, you're you're wrong. Uh, that somebody else's parents would be proud of. <laughs> Pick mm. a grade that uh, that Jordan's parents would be proud of. Hmm. I think Jordan's parents are proud of me already. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I I'm just like trying to think. Jordan is the only person I can think of whose grades and uh, parents may have approved of one another because it was not mine. <laughs> we have we have heard very many stories about uh, Ryan Brown's parents' disapproval of him in a general sense. So he wasn't <laughs> the one to go for. Uh, I barely got out of high school alive, so not me. <laughs> so it, Jordan, it, it has to be you. Uh, I mean, Jordan, look how look how even tempered Jordan is. He definitely had uh, some pretty all right parents, right? Yeah, I think so. I think so. Yeah, they were all right. We'll go with all right. <laughs> all right. Hey, yeah. that's all it takes sometimes. I mean, but they, they wouldn't have been upset some. if you got a B, right? Like if you if you came home with a B on a test, they'd be like, that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I came home with a lot of Bs, so. Yeah, that's all we're asking. Wow, brag. Fucking brag about it, Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd I like got to beans. lord my B Straight B student over here. Yeah, wow. <laughs> I passed most of my tests. God damn. <laughs> Jordan yeah all right well uh yeah I don't know I mean I think that I think it's fair to say that the answer is not 50 um yeah you know you you want the number to be high enough that that the vulnerable members of your population and you have admitted yourself that you specifically know customers who are uh whose medical conditions prevent them from being vaccinated uh, so I would say when they feel comfortable, that's a pretty good sign that uh, that you can open the doors back up. I think that keeping the sign up, I, I do agree it is unfair to ask your employees to like aggressively confront people and throw them out. Because there are some sure. like pretty dangerous ding-dongs out there. This, that, that dude that... Yeah you know, shot an employee the other day for just asking him to put a mask on. You know, like there are people who are out there looking for trouble who want to be confronted. And, right. Uh, right. So I think, I think it's fair, um, you know, that you not ask your employees to, to confront people. Yeah. Um, 
I, th- I think that's okay. But I also so, think you're right to leave your sign up. Um, what you should do, I mean, you don't have those baby dog millions, but you should incentivize uh, vaccinated people. Why not then, offer like a 10% discount with proof of vaccination? So let me tell you a story about that. Um, oh, I bet this we, is going to be great. No, it's actually not. So, I, and I, I'm not gonna. I'm not. I, I'm. I'm gonna kind of like fifty thousand foot this story. I'm not gonna give real hard details. There was an event in the store where there was a uh, a uh, an extra thing given out for people who were vaccinated. Good. Mm-hmm. Everybody got the thing. Everybody was cool. Come to find out, one person lied just to get that thing, mm. and by doing that was in very close contact with some uh, at-risk people, at least two, and spent well, several hours with those but people. But here, here's the thing. What proof did you require? Or did uh, you, did people just have to say they were? I I wasn't a part of that conversation. Well, this, this was so not that's me the important thing. Of course. I mean, the whole crux of this thing is that people will fucking lie. Yes, um, yes. That's why it's yeah. with proof of vaccination. You know, you, you are not... A, a legal government or health entity. So like HIPAA means nothing to you, right? You have people's uh, health information is not protected from you asking for it. They don't have to give it to you and you do not have to give them a 10% discount or a promotional item, whatever you choose to do. You know, that, that's, that's just how it works. They can show you if they want the thing that you are offering. You know, and so that is why, you know, and if they if they're like, oh, I'm vaccinated, I swear, I just don't I don't have the card. I, I ate it. Then you say, oh, man, that sucks. Well, I'll tell you what, like, you know, next time you come back, if you find it or if you have like a photograph of it or something, I can refund you the 10 percent or I can give you a fucking Harry Potter, you know, all costume card or whatever the fuck like you can do that. Um, you know, you don't have to be like, ah, oh, too bad, bitch. <laughs> if you want that to be the response, call me. Get me on speakerphone. Uh, I always have a too bad bitch in the chamber. I mean, um, but but the the other side of this is, you know, if if say say somebody walks in the store, and I one hundred percent, I know that person, I know they're vaccinated, they don't have a mask on. Now. There are people in that store that do not know this person, and right. looking at this guy going, "Oh my God, there's somebody here without a mask on." Right, and we'll go, we'll go up and say, "Hey, you have to have a mask to be in here." Now I have an argument in the store, yeah, for something, and I shouldn't be in the middle of, of these arguments. Well, that, that's, that's what I'm life. saying. You don't you don't have to do that. I'm not saying in the in this example, an unvaccinated person gets to come in without their mask on. You're not changing the sign. Uh, you are just incentivizing vaccination i think that there because there's no there's no good reason to take your mask off fuck them leave it on like that's that's sort of my policy uh it is a minor discomfort and uh i i think it is big just get over it you big baby energy is all you really need to, to present you know it mm-hmm. this shouldn't even be a hot button issue it, shouldn't. it really should you know i mean it it's uh you know, I think it's more annoying having to wear socks to work. You know, it's it's not a big deal. Um, you know, and I, I mean, it is. It's a it's a tough decision to make, and I guess you're gonna have to make it. I'll yell at people if you need me to, um, but I think you're right to not require your employees to confront people. Um, 
you know, I, but I also think that you are right to leave your, your sign and your policy in place. Um, you know, I do think, you know, it is important to communicate to all of your employees what the expectation is and what the rules are so that they know. But I also already know that, I, you know, you have masks behind the counter. You can give them to people. There's uh, that, too. Also, uh, what about your security staff, like at the mall? I know okay. they're not um, the best, but will they enforce that for you if you ask them to? Oh, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Nah. I remember I didn't when, so. uh, when I was there, a gentleman came into the store uh, and would regularly do so with a firearm strapped to his hip. And what he would do is he would walk around the mall until he found a single entrance that did not have a sign posted, come in through that entrance, and then tell people, well, there, was not a, there wasn't a sign on the door I came through. This, of course, does not matter. If there is a single sign posted on the property, the rule is the rule. You know, right? Um, and he would come into the store, and we called, and I think I think you remember this, Ron, security, and they came, saw he had a gun, fucking piddled around awkwardly outside of the door, walked around, and then just eventually left. Um, yeah, they they won't do anything. No, no. Uh, they'll harass kids in the parking lot. You know. Yeah, they will. And that's 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 it. You know, that's. Uh, well, I mean, they will they... try to threaten and intimidate them. Yeah, they have no actual authority, and and a lot of times, I mean, if if the, I saw a security guard lady one time challenge a guy that had a sidearm, um, walked him out to his car, made sure he got in his car, and he left. And I went up to her after that. I'm like, that was really brave because he was clearly very agitated, and you've got nothing but a radio. And she was literally shaking. She quit the next day. She's like, yeah, this isn't worth it. Um, because she was, she was afraid, you know, he, she was walking him out in the middle of the parking lot. She's like, I thought I was going to get shot. <laughs> like, shot. I thought you were going to get shot too, says Ron. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Had my camera on and everything. Uh, yeah. Uh, so Ron I Davis wanna, I chases her through the parking lot, screaming world star. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah. I don't, I don't want to commandeer the, the conversation. Let's talk about You cool already did. I know. I know. So let's talk about it. Oh, man, that's good. Um, anyway, yeah, just uh, fist fight anyone who doesn't uh, wear a mask in your store. Anyway, that's a takeaway. Uh, so, you guys, uh, has anybody besides me and Bird watched Loki yet? I've seen the first one. I watched it. Uh, all right. All right. See, that's good. This is, be this is better than any other TV show we have talked about. We've all, almost all, watched it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so without spoilers, since, you know, it's still going on brand new, uh, what, what are your, uh, thoughts and feelings and generalizations and takeaways and whatnot? Um, I like the beginning of the show better than I liked the beginning of WandaVision and Falcon. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think it might have a little bit to do with this is also the shortest season of all of those shows. So it has to go a little bit faster. Um, but it's just really, really good. Uh, I like the way that they have broken Loki's character down. I love, uh, Owen and Tom's chemistry. It's fantastic. I love seeing them on oh, screen yeah. together. Um, yeah, I, I really like where it's going partly because I have no idea where it's going. I definitely like to see, man, I really like to see Owen 
Wilson getting that steady Marvel money, you know, because he is, you're absolutely right. He is a guy who is a tremendous actor and needs, uh, he deserves that Marvel money. And, uh, that, like you said, like that, that particular scene where he and Loki have that, uh, just tremendous exchange, um, and without being confrontational or even very aggressive manages to just utterly do something that we've never seen done before in, in, uh, not not necessarily break Loki, but get him to admit to himself in front of other people precisely how full of shit he is. Yeah, he goes through like a bit of character growth in 20 minutes that it previously took him, you know, eight years worth of movies to get to. Mm-hmm. Yes, I um partially agree. I, I'm also a fan of uh, the fast track of Loki's character growth. Um, I think it had to happen. You know, they had to get this character to have all of the revelations that our sort of our main universe Loki had. And they had to do it very quickly. And I think uh, Dr. Owen Wilson, super therapist to villains everywhere, was... It was an excellent choice. Um, That said, I I kind of feel like uh, Loki's character is running very, very quickly while the rest of the story is moving at kind of a snail's pace around him. Because this this season is only like six episodes long, uh, so we're a a third of the way through it, and I still have no fucking idea what is happening. Um, But it... I don't know what's happening, and I don't feel like it is surrounded by the same set of like constant barrages of, of whodunits that we got in WandaVision. So to me, it, it feels a little slower. Um, and I, I, I had talked about this with Ryan earlier, and that while I like, I like Loki's character growth, I think there is an element of his character that uh, where they're sort of playing up his ineptitude in a way that I don't necessarily like. I I like the idea that Loki acts like a a fucking dick in a monster because he's insecure and feels weak. Um, But sometimes he stumbles in this show as if he is an incompetent, which I think is a trend that they kind of started in Thor Ragnarok, where he became sort of like the, uh, the punchline of all of the physical comedy and all the goofs in that movie. And I, that's a threat I wish they wouldn't have t- tugged on anymore. I, I think it's okay for Loki to have uh, trauma, the, his response to which is villainy. But uh, I, I wish that the like the bumbling in the hallways coming up with like just unbelievably flimsy excuses for why he does bad behavior, um, like uh, or his his like efforts at mischief and tricking. Uh, Agent Mobius when it's like, oh, I won't, I won't stab you in the back. You can trust me. I, 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 I like Magic the Gathering, you know, and uh, just like it's just goofy bullshit that it's like a child quickly spitting out excuses in the hopes that his parents will give him the candy that he wants, you know, like uh, I, I wish they would stop that. You know, I, I think that Loki can can have trauma that he needs to grow past. I think he can have an arc like that. And I think he can still remain uh, like impossibly clever and capable of deception and misdirection. And I, th- I think it's okay 
to have a crafty, sinister, good guy. You know, he's the he's the chaotic, good rogue of the party. You know, he's his alignment has shifted, but like he's still a fucking badass. You know, so I I, I hope we get that soon. Uh, I hope we get a little less bumbling and a little more like, uh, well, you know, creepy god assassin ninja uh, good guy. You know, he's a psychotic murderer for good. And I'm sure we probably will. I think that right now they're they're, uh, setting up how uh, hilariously out of his depth he is right now. You know, because, I mean, they, they, without spoiling anything, there's a particular shot in the first episode that really hammers home in a very concrete way how he might have been a big fish in a little pond on Earth, but here... Uh, not, not, uh, so much, no. And I think that that particular ineptitude is him trying to adjust to that new status. And I think, I think eventually, like, cause he's, that's the kind of guy, that's the kind of character he is. It's like, aha, I was playing the long game all, all this whole time. And turns out I'm, I'm, I'm time travel. I'm the abstract concept of time travel now. It was me all along, you know. I mean, that could very well be because think about like too, the, Marvel has always pulled this shit on us, like all the way back to Falcon or all the way back to Captain America: Winter Soldier, where it's like surprise, it's Hydra the whole time. There's always like something, or even at the end of uh, Infinity War, where it's like, haha, they lose, everyone's dead. You're just like, what the fuck, what? You know, yeah. So I, I fully believe that there will be one of those moments at some point very soon in this show. I I hope so too. I just hope that we get a little more. Uh, so Loki and Thor Ragnarok, I'm not a fan of because he just becomes sort of a, a goofy, inept punchline. He doesn't really get to do anything cool um, because they're using him for goofs. You know, they've he has become a charismatic oaf. Um, but I think that if you juxtapose that with beginning of, uh, of Endgame Loki, uh, where he is, you know, he is clever and deceptive and, uh, you know, he is, you get a sense of that, like, the, the darkness in him. I mean, he tries to, like, well, I'm going to say stab Thanos in the back, but for good. You know, he tries to sneakily stick a knife in that man's eyeball for the greater good. And that's the energy I want. You know, I want, I love the idea of uh, a fucking sinister villain who does these things for good. You know, like the Asgardian version of, of fucking Dexter. You know, like he's, he is, uh, he is not going to nobly, you know, fight you where you can see him and make sure that your arm, you know, he's not Captain Mal, you know, like uh, a rogue, but like with honor, he is a rogue. He has no fucking honor, but like he's, he's, he's still, he's still a good guy. Um, I, I hope we get, I hope we get that energy, you know, mm-hmm. and we could, but uh, we'll see. Do you guys think that that the character that they designed Loki to be would have gone down this arc if Tom Hiddleston wasn't so damn adorable? I no. do not. Yeah, this not is all Tom Hiddleston being fucking yeah. adorable. 
Yeah. I, I think that, that Loki probably wouldn't have made it past the first Avengers movie had Tom Hiddleston not been as great as what he was. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I agree. At the very least, he would have been for realsies dead in uh, Thor of the Dark World. Mm-hmm. Um, no, Tom, Tom Hiddleston's performance as Loki not only, like, cemented him in the MCU forever, but, I mean, it, it altered the face of that character in the comics. Mm-hmm. You know, he... Uh, he be he became that Loki. You know, he became a a trickster god, a a deceptive dude for the forces of good. You know, he even became an agent of Asgard. Uh, but he was he was Asgard's assassin. You know, he was he was doing his tricky backstabbing bullshit on behalf of. Well, I mean, it was his mother, the the triumvirate that was ruling Asgard while Odin was in the Odin sleep, but. Um, and that was rad as fuck, you know, and even that wouldn't have happened. I don't think the trajectory of the Loki character across all media fucking radically changed when Tom Hiddleston nailed that role. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, and hopefully whenever uh, the show ends, hopefully we'll we'll go into a little more depth about it. Um, but there is... A uh, one thing uh, that we gotta talk about. This has been, meme wise, the best week ever. <laughs> I mean, what, fucking, what do you mean, right? Oh my god, it's just been goddamn comedy gold. Okay, so for the first time ever, Batman will not be going down in history. Oh, <laughs> so as, as having done something. Dearest listener, you you may know, you may recall our early and long-running goof about Batman's exposed genitals in a poorly colored issue of Batman, and how we, we managed to get a, a lot of comedy traction out of that. Well, guess yeah, for, what? For clarification, he means his whole dick was out. Guess what, guys? <laughs> So, the uh, HBO Max original uh, animated series, Harley Quinn, which is like a yeah, um, an Adult Swim-style uh, animated series that sort of uh, centers around Harley Quinn and a lot of Batman's rogues and whatnot. It's kind of, it's kind of a parody, but it's, it's really well done. It's very funny. Um, well, apparently, in the, in the most recent season, there was going to be a joke about Batman going down on Catwoman. And when they uh, presented this to, like, some DC dipshit in a suit, they said, <laughs> and I quote, I'm not kidding you, this is the words they said. They said, heroes don't do that. And thus, <laughs> and thus, the internet had a fucking field day. Now, let's 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 DC is is predictably very protective of Batman as a brand, issuing all kinds of dumb fuck edicts. Like, do you remember when for a while DC had an edict where Batman was never allowed to be shown sitting down because because he was always ready. Um, And this just this just seems like the logical, obviously the logical next step of that. Batman can't be seen sitting down. Batman can't be seen going down. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, 
I'm just pleased as punch that <laughs> this happened. And just the just the sheer amount of comedy gold that was derived from it. Uh, it was like my birthday. Um, well, what do you guys think about this? What do you guys think about this this particular edict about Batman's sexual habits? It is very important to me that Ron responds first. Ron, I need <laughs> to know. Hold on, Ron. Hold on. Let me write this down. Let me get yeah. a pen. Okay, go. <laughs> Why do I have to go first? You have to oh, go first. Gosh. What do you, you think know, about it, Ron? I don't. You I don't. don't. We know. I, yeah, I, I just, I don't. I don't have any. I have no comment. Pass. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I don't think that this is something that is is ever going to help further the Batman story ever. <laughs> Maybe some fan fiction, but this the general like mythos that. of Batman. No. I, so your stance, Ron. Oh is God, that, here it comes. <laughs> so what you're saying is that it's okay for Batman begins to happen. But Catwoman finishes is not okay for you. <laughs> that's, that's Ron's official stance. <laughs> oh my god! I mean, it's not oh, like it's this so is. Good. We're talking about the Harley Quinn cartoon, right? Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. That cartoon is a hyper violent, so that they're afraid of a little joke. Is it's, wait, was it a joke ridiculous. or was it an actual scene? Yeah, I don't think they're going to show it. I, well, they, I they think may they have were. been. My, my understanding is that they were going to show it. That said, I mean, uh, Harley Quinn in a non-goof show, uh, I mean, has sex with Nightwing initially against his will, right? I mean, this is it's yeah. not like sex with in general is off the table. In uh, in the fucking Killing Joke animated series, they added an otherwise non-existent scene where Batman has sex with Batgirl. Yeah, like on a roof is, at that. Is, is his ward and for the vast majority of their career together was underage. You know, like, it's it's not like DC in general. DC Comics have plenty of instances of characters fucking. Yeah. Uh, it's not like these things are off the, the table. So it, it's just odd that this... This particular act in a show like the Harley Quinn show uh, was somehow off the table. Yeah, I just don't get like why he can fuck late teens, early twenties Batgirl. His whole dick can be out in Batman Dick in the Dark or whatever the fuck that book was called. Uh, no, Batman that's what it's called. Everyone, that's what it's called. From now on, that is absolutely what it's called. But this, this show that is very much for adults, mm-hmm. we can't do that. Makes yeah, I mean, sense. they say the F word like every other word in that show. Like, It's not like a little kid is going to be watching this and being like, wait a minute. I need to perform <laughs> Conolingus <laughs> just like Batman. Um, and, and, you know, and we, we talked about this a little bit, too. And in the hold group. on. And I think, to be fair, if that is your takeaway from the scene, it's also correct it's, it's fine. <laughs> sure. I mean, the implication being that Batman is a selfish lover. I mean, okay. Yeah. That sucks. Yeah, that tracks. But I mean, as as someone uh, as someone put it on Twitter and put it expertly, I might add, Batman is a a uh, 
white cishet millionaire freelance cop. He's never made anybody come in his life. (laughs) And I just am so grateful for the internet today. Um, But the thing is, too, is is that this did open up um, a whole can of worms about DC's, frankly, problematic um, relationship with female sexuality. Like, you see uh, dudes, you know, boning down, and it's shown in, like, a positive light all the time. But any kind of, like, female sexuality is eschewed or or, uh, it's explicitly sexual assault that is utilized to... Uh, as, as like a story beat to inspire a male character to action, you know, which is obviously some bullshit. Yeah, D- DC has sort of a, a problematic history with uh, with weaponizing sex against its uh, its female characters, you know, and uh, or as using it as sort of just a, a big red flag of villainy. Yeah, and we we um when in the group chat like we were talking about this and Bird and I both like rattled off like 10 examples in different DC books where this exact thing happens. And obviously like that's they they think that's fine, you know. That's okay because that's something that they use with shocking frequency, but to show like or to even discuss or re- reference like Batman doing that. That's, whoa, hey, hey, we got to sell some action figures to this guy. What are you, crazy? We can't do that. <laughs> have him have sex with a minor again. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, no, so it, 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 it does show a, I guess, at least a consistent double standard on, on the part of... Uh, of DC, though again, it's, it is weird that this is where they drew the line. Um, now, it, it, what's odd too uh, is the way that they expressed their distaste. You know, like, ugh, no, that the hero mouth does not go below the the waist. Oh, oh my god! You know, like that that much is odd to me because the suggestion is. If Batman and Catwoman just went to the fucking bone zone, he would be okay. Like, they yeah. can just fuck. Okay, but like, ugh. you know, like, I, I don't understand why that, why this particular sex act is the one where they drew the line. Because certainly we know, uh, even in their animated properties, that, that these things are okay. You mm-hmm. know, I mean, there's the entire scene before Nightwing and Harley Quinn uh fucking bang nightwing is like leering at her while while tied down uh on the bed as she like changes her clothes and then she notices and she's like oh let's fuck you know and so they do and then batman catches them and he just like is like oh okay you know like you get the real sense that this is a thing that just kind of happens in the bat life you know uh so that is clearly not where dc draws the line you know, they, they throw Batman fucking somebody into every comic. In fact, when, when the new 52 launched, the uh, the Catwoman book for like the first seven issues was nothing but her finding a reason to whoopsadaisically bang Batman in weird-ass places. Like while swinging through the streets of Gotham, like across skylines and stuff, they're doing like air sex. Sounds TNT, dangerous. TNT, TNT. <laughs> Right, you know, like on rooftops after fighting crime, like the the 
the big beat of every one of those issues until they, they, they changed writers was, and then she fucked Batman. But no, they could never be, and they're fucking. But hold on, we can never be together, and they're fucking. You know, like that. That's all they do with this character. You know, so th- there's definitely like there's something else going on. Uh, you know, I, I I guess like only pre-approved missionary style child rearing sex <laughs> is allowed <laughs> in the plain DC Jane universe. vanilla Republican sex. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, uh, that that's it. Uh, yeah, no, it just 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 fucking weird, DC. And, and then Batman's Batman's idiot. at like a Batman's at a Justice League meeting, and he's like, "Ooh, you do girl on top, freak." <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. No, I don't. I don't understand. <laughs> oh God, I don't either. But I'm grateful. <laughs> Yeah, this uh, this was a gift that DC has given me. Can we talk about like DC's completely off the chain anymore? Like I want to like DC comics. I've liked them my entire life. Do you? Not anymore. You? That's the thing. That's the thing is like I want to because I've loved DC comics and specifically Superman my entire life, but they have just utterly rejected everything that made them interesting and unique in favor of like what a 13 year old thinks edgy and adult content is you know and i'm not even talking about the sex stuff because that's fine like you can have sex in a story and it be like perfectly fine i'm just talking about like in general like the ridiculous over-the-top characterizations and like the fetish fetishization of violence and sexual violence specifically and like uh the this the simplistic and overly violent storytelling it's ridiculous honestly and it's it's not i mean it's not good their comic sales are constantly in the shitter their movies are constantly critically panned like the only shit of theirs that does any good is their cw stuff and it's all like bright happy fun sunshine inclusion stuff like what the fuck you know Right, and, and even those shows, I think there's a degree to which they are uh, they are CW shows with superhero elements, rather than they are like they're clearly not sh- shows that are deeply rooted in the the comic book material. You know, they uh, mm-hmm. they are they are comic book adjacent and are still somehow doing it better. And that is not to say that there is not a ton to criticize about those shows. But most of those criticisms, I think, just kind of come with age in general watchability. You know, they, they, the degree to which they kind of run out of, uh, of usable TV story beats. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I also think that the unfortunate truth is that uh, the MCU has, has sort of radically changed, and Netflix have both radically changed the game on what sort of the expectation is of a superhero show. Like we see now that you can uh, you can make a show that is that is as um, uh, powerful and uh, you know canon warping uh, as you can as a film you know and uh, DC hasn't really caught on to that yet you know we're still yeah. getting these syndicated shows for I mean basically adolescents and, and young adults you know and they, they are fun um, 
for sure, but I think they are exhausting in a way that like I I haven't I haven't really hit yet in the uh, in the Marvel universe. Well, post Netflix Marvel universe, the the Netflix shows once Marvel started to fucking distance themselves because they they knew they were taking that shit back. Uh, <laughs> those got exhausting since it felt like every season was, and then he fucking ripped a dude's head off with his bare hands and kicked his wiener off. <laughs> yeah, da- damn. Yeah. Yeah. So. Anyway. That's what I have to say about that. If you guys <laughs> get bored, just, you know, search for on Twitter the Batman hashtag and just have yourself a good time. Just, you know, really, really swim around in that water and Honestly. you will. <laughs> Right now, if if you just check what's trending on Twitter, if it is a DC superhero, it is definitely about their performative prowess with oral sex. A thousand yeah. percent. There are mm-hmm. no uh, that that's that's just it. Uh, you know, it's it, because nothing is happening in the in that universe, whether film or comic book wise, that is worthwhile. Um, but Batman will not go down on Catwoman and uh, fucking. Nightwing and Superman totally would, and uh, so they're all trending. And it's great. Um, it's just spectacular. Oh, speaking of Batman, l- l- let's just talk about this real quick, and this will be our last thing before we go. Um, so it's the, I think, 25th anniversary of Batman Forever, and uh, trending right now on Twitter is release the Schumacher cut, which is to say fans are trying, petitioning Warner Brothers, to get them to release a director's cut of Batman Forever, a thing that I don't even know if it exists. <laughs> and I, to that I say, Warner Brothers, you, this is your bed. You made it, and now you must lay in it. I say, yeah, please, definitely do that. I'd love it. I mean, I'd rather <laughs> see that, frankly. I, I think that, uh, you know, Batman Forever, Batman and Robin, like, all that shit is is unironically good. I think that it is very like it is shockingly fun to watch. Uh, it it has big Adam West Batman vibes, whether intentional yeah. or not. I, I'll never. Uh, I I don't know, and I don't want to know. Uh, but it feels like a movie made by somebody whose only encounters with Batman their entire life were all fucking like Adam West focused. And somebody said, now we need you to make a fucking... Like, they didn't even watch the Tim Burton movies. They are like, make a fucking serious-ass, radical, modern Batman movie. And they were like, yeah, I know Batman. I could do that. I got this. And I think they did do it. Uh, I fucking loved those movies when I was a kid. Uh, and then for, there was a period of time in my life where, like, I was cognizant of the fact that they have to be bad. Like, these movies definitely suck, right? Then I went back and watched them as an adult, and no fucking childhood me was right the entire time. <laughs> Those movies all slap. They're so good. So, do that. Yeah. I mean, they're definitely silly, but they're not trying not to be silly. You know? They're trying to be uh, a movie about a dude who has $11 billion and works through his childhood trauma by dressing up as a ninja bat and fighting themed villains. Like, okay, that's going to be at least a little bit silly. You know, and that's inherent to like the property. You have to accept that on some level, this is silly. And then once you get to that, like, see, this is this is actually kind of interesting. Someone uh, once said about um, 
uh, Superman, if you can't get past the fact that his disguise is a pair of glasses, you will never accept that he can fly. And that's how it is with superheroes. Like, if you can't accept that it is inherently on some level, that doesn't mean it can't have depth or substance or value or great meaning or impact or anything. But on some level, it is silly. And you have to accept that. Because if you don't, you get your you get your fucking Snyder cuts and your in your Dark Knight Rises and bullshit that apologizes for superhero content instead of loving it. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that's going to be it for us this week, gang. Thanks for sticking with us and listening. And Ron, thank you also for being here because I know you're very busy with <laughs> a magic a magic fiasco and not Buy like and not like the end of Doctor Strange like a like trading cards. <laughs> so yeah. On on that, Ron. thank thank you for your sacrifice. Yes. Uh, I do what I can. But uh, why don't you guys go be our friend and like us and share us on social media? That's what Jesus would do. Uh, and follow us on uh, all the social medias. And hey, you know what? We got a Patreon. Why don't you go check it out? It's also what Jesus would do. But until next week, dear listeners, stay handsome. <laughs> Whoa! Oh God, what the Whoa! <laughs> Whoa! I was about to do the thing that was terrifying. <laughs> Actually, let's just end with one of the, just give us one more of those. I, I don't know if I can. I don't. What are you doing? <laughs> Hold on. Here we go. Okay, that's gonna blow somebody's eardrums. Yeah, out. that is. Yeah, that is very sonically it, it crazy. Mistake, this is our last podcast before we get sued for ruining somebody's life. Yeah, we've blown uh, speakers. Okay, great. We'll we'll edit that out. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, we're 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 leaving. Uh, Heroes heroes definitely do that. Doing the thing. Podcast over. (laughs) Bye.